Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey guys, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? Love y'all so much. I think I got bit by a mosquito last night on my head. I was just telling everyone in the team. <laughs> How's that to bring it down to earth? Um, I'm like, what is this bump? And sure enough, it's a, I think it's a mosquito bite. What in the world? Dan, aren't they supposed to be dead? Yes. Come on. What in the world? Anyway, that's my life for the day. How is your life? How are you guys doing out there? Thanks for tuning in today. It's going to be a good show. I have a word for you guys today that is going to be encouraging. Some of the shows that we do, I'm like, man, I don't even want to say some of this stuff out loud. And then I say it and then I think, oh, Lord, I hope they know I've said this in love. This one is going to be like a warm hug around you. So I hope it encourages you. I want to remind you guys today out there, what, what, why are you listening to the Autumn Mile Show? Why do you even care? I don't know. I'm glad you are, though. I want to remind you of our vision. Our vision is two things. Very clear. Bold truth. I believe the Bible is truth. 100% truth. That's what I believe. Um, and I also believe we are called to walk in faith without faith. It is impossible to please God is what the word of God says. So, uh, I think sometimes in the Christian world, we, we kind of can package faith like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to go get this job and I'm going to go for a job interview and it might be totally faith for you. But maybe in the back of your mind, you know that there are you're kind of already hired and you kind of are telling people to make you sound better than you are. I don't know. I'm talking about raw faith. I have been uh, I was asked to do something last year that I was absolutely terrified to do. I'm going to be honest. Um, I was it really shook me to my core, but I believe that God wanted me to do it and his faithfulness was going to meet me when I did. And I remember stepping out and doing it. One of the hardest things that I've ever done played on every insecurity that I had and I did it. And God's faithfulness met me there. I'm talking about raw faith. I'm talking about Joshua marching around Jericho with not one piece of the wall crumbling at all thinking to himself, okay, God, you told us to do this, so we're going to do it. I'm talking about Moses standing at the Red Sea with a rod alone, with his staff alone saying, okay, God, you got to come through. I have hundreds of thousands of people that are waiting to see what you are going to do. I want to encourage you guys in that, in that kind of faith, not faith that is comfortable that we call faith, because that's really not faith. I want to encourage you guys to live a life that challenges you, but you are able to see the miraculous hand of God at work in your life. We, that, that's why you're listening to our show, guys. That's what we're about. We've seen it. Cassie's seen it. I've seen it. Dan's been healed of cancer. Dan has seen it. We have seen the hand of God at work in our life. And I don't want you to die and miss the benefit 
of the power of God at work on your behalf. There's nothing like it. Nothing compares to it. You can have millions of followers on whatever social media. It will not compare to you seeing a miracle at work in your life. You can have all the money in the world and the bank and you can be spiritually destitute. Nothing, that new Gucci bag, do not compare to a miracle when God reaches down from heaven and meets you where you are in your time of need. Nothing compares to it. It is unrivaled in its impact in our lives. Raw faith. That's what everyone's told me all the time. Take out raw, out of uh, raw faith. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Because there is something so descriptive about that word, raw faith. Not package faith, not fake faith. Love you. Here we go. Um, I'm going to pray before we get started, because I believe that that God's hand is just in in his word. Duh. But um, I just feel like, uh, I just, I want you guys to receive receive this word. Lord, we love you. We trust you with our lives. We trust you with our future. We trust you with our now. We trust you with our now. What we're going through right this second, how we feel. We, even if we are struggling in our faith and in trust in you right now, I pray, Lord, that anyone that is struggling would just simply surrender. I pray, Lord God, that you would um, speak and that this word would be received on good soil of the heart that is listening today. We love you, Lord. We trust you. We trust you with every ounce of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to talk about waiting today. Waiting, waiting, waiting. These are always popular shows when I talk about waiting, um, which is why we talk about it a lot. When you wait on the Lord, you gain. When you wait on the Lord, you gain. For those of you that are out there waiting for something today, waiting, and I wrote this in my first book, it's one of those things that teaches us without nothing happening. Um, it, there is so much we, we look, we, we, it is packaged as a way, but really it's packaged as a lesson, um, from the Lord. There is nothing that produces long suffering, patience in us, sometimes self-control, like when God calls us to wait. We did a show, I think it was last year that we did, which actually I love the show. We should re-air it if we haven't already, um, that weights are written into our plan. Even Jesus had a waiting period. You know, he died on uh, on Good Friday and then he resurrected on Easter. We don't want our life to have a waiting period. Uh, we don't want there to be a waiting period written into our plan because waiting just ugh, nobody likes to do it anymore. I like to think that 100 years ago, people were awesome at waiting. But um, I, I just feel like in my mind, this has never been something that we've aced. Okay. Waiting. Those of you that are waiting, maybe it's on a mate. I know we we hear from you all the single ladies all the time. Listen, I'm waiting on who God has for me. I'm and it's hard because I'm 50. And is this person going to come along? Um, I'm waiting for my husband or wife to change is another one that is incredibly grueling because you are locked into a marriage covenant relationship. I'm waiting to have children. 
our best friends had um had had to wait 14 years before God gave them twins. And um, I remember weeping, weeping with them as they waited for these children that they dreamed about, but their dreams had not, their prayers and their dreams had not become reality yet, waiting. It is one of those things um, that I will have to say, we think depletes us. We think um, takes from us. But uh, like I've said a thousand times before, there is no time lost. When God has asked you to wait, you are not losing time. Okay. Um, God's perfect timing simply has not come yet. So this is for you who are waiting. I want to shift the perspective of waiting today. Like I said earlier, we think that waiting takes from us. Um, we, we can even look for those of us that are single, that are sort of waiting for God to provide a mate or, or maybe even healing. We think that God is mean. We can look at him and there are certain times when when we can think to ourselves, God, why are you making me wait for this? My brother was in a motorcycle accident um, this past year. And I was talking to my sister-in-law and she just said, I, I just wish the healing process would be quicker. Why is God making us wait? Um, and this was a very real conversation that I was having in my in my life very recently. We talked about what she was gaining while she was waiting. Now, that's that's kind of hard to hear, but it's also very encouraging to hear that your weight is not just to be mean. God is not just being mean to us uh, and, and causing us to wait. When you wait, you are gaining something. I want to go to my text today. This is going to be a familiar text, but I'm obsessed with it and I love it. And it's highlighted so much in my Bible that I... Not quite sure if I'm going to be able to get all the words out. Isaiah 40, 27 says this. Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? We could stop right there. Isn't it true? And and you tell me. I mean, I don't know. Send us a message. Hello at amaz.com. You can, you can email us and let us know. We won't be offended. But sometimes when we wait, we look at God just like my sister-in-law did and said, why? Why? Don't you see what I'm going through? Don't you see what I've been waiting on? I've been faithful. I'm doing everything right. Why, God, are you allowing this to happen to me? Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and the justice do me escapes the notice of my God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary and to those who lack might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous men stumble badly, yet those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Now, this is one of those things that, that has encouraged me personally great so, so much. 
when I read this verse, all of a sudden differently, those who wait on the Lord, we're not just waiting on the Lord and nothing is happening. We're waiting on the Lord. And when we're waiting on the Lord and when we're surrendering our lives to the Lord, when we're surrendering our timing to the Lord, our humanness to the Lord, we will gain. We are gaining new strength. In some area in our life that we don't even know that we, we need it, we will gain new strength. I wonder today, if you look at your weight and you look at what God has asked you to wait for, whether it's a mate, whether it's healing, and I don't say that lightly because I totally understand that that healing is um, um, so incredibly difficult. Can you look back on when you started waiting and say, man, since I started waiting, I have grown in my trust and my faith in the Lord. I've had to wait, but I've seen God more personally involved in everything that I do. I've seen the new strength. I've seen my internal character develop. Can you actually look back today and pinpoint in your own life where you have grown from? Um, Yet those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength. My husband and I went through a situation um, for two years and um, it was a big trial in our life, huge trial, huge trial in our life. And we noticed uh, the situation arising a couple of years ago and we, be, we, we started to pray, you know, Lord, bring an end to this trial, bring an end to this trial. It's so incredibly difficult. It's playing on all of our emotions. And I, I particularly watched my husband really deal with this trial in his own life. I remember, I remember watching him, you know, pray. I remember him coming home and he was just kind of wearing the trial and we were begging God and we were saying, God, you've got to do, you've got to come through. Where are you at? We're waiting. We're watching for you to work. We're looking at you. Where are you going to, um, uh, uh, where are you going to show up in this situation? My husband almost like morphed into a different person. He's like this super nice, happy, like go with the flow um, personality, you know, you really can't, can't make him too mad. Um, but he, his just countenance had changed during this waiting period of the specific trial we were going through. All we wanted was for it to end. That's all we wanted. We thought a year and a half previous, God was most certainly going to bring an end to this trial. We thought for sure God is working on it. We know he's moving We know um, he is active on our behalf and we were believing it. But that was about six months into the trial and seven months, eight months, nine months, 10 months, 11 months, 12 months go by. And your humanness just kind of creeps in and Satan comes in and tempts, you You know, is God actually working on this? Well, no. Yeah, he is. Well, I don't know. Well, God, where are you? You know, and you kind of become a little bit desperate to the situation at hand. 12 months, nothing. 13 months, nothing, 14 months, nothing, 15 months, nothing, 16 months, nothing. We just kept being faithful. We kept crying out to God and saying, God, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Two years later, almost to the day, God brought our trial to a complete end. 
And one of the things that we were talking about, my husband and I, as we were going through um, or just this this period in our life that was incredibly difficult, really played on every insecurity that we had, was just, was just was crushing. It was pressing. We looked back on the two years previous and we began to see how God's hand was actually very present with us. And it was as if he was teaching us in a classroom things that we needed to learn that we thought we had already learned. We thought we had already known. We thought that we had like aced this course in our Christianity. But God wanted us to go further. He wanted to press us a little bit more. He wanted us to build more strength, new strength fresh eyes in an area. And I remember us sitting down, we were at an airport, we were about to fly to Canada. And I, I remember we had like a, you have to get there super early for an international flight. And I remember looking at each other, eating pizza in the airport. And my husband with tears in his eyes say, this is what I gained during my way. I thought the weight was depleting me and of everything, but it wasn't. It was something that was so beneficial in my life that I don't know if I would be the same person I am today without it. Those who wait on the Lord will gain. It doesn't say might gain. It doesn't say, well, maybe, you know, if God's in a good mood, will. It is a promise. You will gain something from it. I remember when God told me to start my ministry in 2003. And he didn't manifest it in 2000, until 2010. I have looked back on that situation in my life hundreds of times. And looked at what God produced during that wait. He was teaching me through his word. He was training me. I was praying for the people that are helping me this day. I just didn't know um, what their names were. I didn't know what their faces looked like. I gained so much during that period of waiting. And I, I would, I would, I would really struggle with the weight until I saw the benefit of the weight until I saw what the weight was actually producing in me. Those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength. You will. I promise you. Looking back today, all the things that we have uh, waited for, my adoption is another one. We learned that even in the midst of utter heartbreak and betrayal, we were to trust God. And that adoption trial when we were scammed and we thought, oh, my goodness, Lord, now we have to wait for for a new baby. That that adoption trial, which was so incredibly difficult, gave us the strength we needed to deal with the trial that we just went through for two years. It produced a new strength in us that God knew that we would need to get through the trial that we have just come out of in the last several months. Understand this. Understand this, that new strength, that that weight is creating, birthing, depositing in you. God loves you so much 
that he allows it to be deposited in you because he knows what's coming in the future. You are not losing. You are gaining. You are not losing anything because of the weight you are gaining. I really feel like our culture needs a shift in this perspective to look at a weight happily and say, you know what, God? I don't understand what you're doing. I don't know why that you're not allowing this to happen in my life. I don't know. But this is what I'm going to trust. If your word says those who wait on the Lord will gain, I trust 100% that if your word says it, it is happening. I am gaining something new during this period. I go back to my sister-in-law who is, um, my, my brother is still not totally healed. But if God would have healed him immediately, as soon as he had his motorcycle wreck, we would not have seen after we prayed one night, my, our entire family prayed one night and I was praying Ezekiel 37, the Valley of the dry bones over his arm. And I was, I was calling it out. I was prophesying it to come to life. We would not, our family would not have seen that as soon as we said, amen, after every family family member had prayed, he said, you guys are not going to believe this. My arm just started twitching. We also would not have been able to see two months later when the doctor said, you know what? Your bicep is not working. We're going to need this bicep to start uh, working because his arm is basically paralyzed. Um, We would not have seen the prayer, uh, the miracle that came from our prayer when we prayed over his arm just two months later for his bicep to start firing. And as soon as we were done praying, his biceps start firing. You know, God lets us see bits of his glory during the wait, that if he would have healed us immediately, if he would have given us a, a husband or wife, the moment that we would have asked, we would not have been able to see God truly at work on our behalf. We wouldn't appreciate it as much. So what are you gaining? What are you gaining? You will gain new strength. (sighs) It can be frustrating. I don't want to belittle that at all um, because the why question comes up a lot. Um, But every time we've waited on the Lord for something specifically, and we're still waiting, it's never left us in lack. It always leaves us um, with just an abundant sense of wealth, of wisdom, um, of what God was doing all along. We think the weight takes, uh, but in actuality, it gives. I, I, I really do believe that in our culture of posting instantly and getting a response instantly, the social media thing, I almost kind of want to vomit because we talk about it so much, but it is very much a part of who we are. We post, we get a result. Um, We post, you know, a picture of a wedding. We get a result. We post a baby announcement. We get a result. We post, we post all the time quotes. Immediately someone is watching and that immediate gratification is taking away from the value and the wealth that is found in the waiting. My husband and I right now are waiting to make a decision on a move in our life and, and, and something that we believe that God is asking us to do as a couple. And, you know, I looked at him the other day and maybe it's because of all the different waiting periods that God has built into our plan. Um, I looked at him and said very honestly and very earnestly and very sincerely, I'm not in a hurry. I'm 100% not in a hurry 
because I know that if God has truly called us to this, number one, he will make it happen. We have nothing to do with it. Um, But I also know this waiting period is going to produce new strength in us that we need in order to do this thing that God is asking of us to do. Don't look at your waiting period as something that is negative. Look at it as a school. Look at it as um, something that your degree will never produce in you. Character. New strength. New facets of the character of God. Appreciation for the Lord when he actually comes through and does exactly what you believe that he's told you to do. You will gain new strength. I love you guys so much. I thank you guys for listening every single day. Um, I, I, I've, I have recently been very encouraged by uh, some comments that I've had about my book, I Am Rahab, and I just want to kind of leave you with this. Um, there is a chapter in the book called I Am On Time, um, and it's, it's, it's not about waiting. It's more about timing. And it's one that has really encouraged um, a lot of people, not because of anything I did, but just because because of Rahab and just her resolute faith in the word of God alone and how um, God sort of let there be a delay when after the spies came to her and said, listen, we're going to save your family. And there was a, a, a period of delay. I encourage you to go get that and to to read it and to be encouraged and to see what God really produced in Rahab um, while she waited, waited for God's perfect timing. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. You can catch me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.